You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Thanks for staying with us on Real Presence Live this morning. Before we move on to our next segment, uh, did you know that you can find Real Presence Live podcasts on our website? realpresenceradio.com or on your favorite podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Be sure to check those out. And we're happy to have you with us uh, for our next segment. I'm your guest host today, along with my wife, Doreen. I'm Jack Kennelly. Good morning. I'm Doreen. (laughs) (laughs) And we are the Kennellys. And uh, we're kind of, uh, we're just following up with... uh, we were talking about gardening and lawn uh, care, and uh, Doreen's got some more of her jokes for you. Oh. Doreen, oh, she wasn't ready for Actually, that. <laughs> okay, uh, I can get there. Okay, we're, we're getting there. It's funny how uh, when you have to do something under pressure, all of a sudden the buttons don't work the same <laughs> way. <laughs> what makes a cucumber a pickle? Uh, what makes a cucumber a pickle? I don't know. A jarring experience. I get it. <laughs> that was funny. Mm-hmm. Okay, try another one. What did the baby corn say to the mama corn? Oh, brother. That wasn't my answer. That was just an exclamation. <laughs> okay, I don't know. Where's popcorn? Oh, brother. Okay, keep okay. going. I, I'm going to switch to a different topic. Our next guest um, is going to be talking about a pilgrimage. And it just so happens that in Pope Francis's Wednesday audience um, talk today, he spoke about an ancient prayer that comes out of the Russian tradition um, from a book, The Way of the Pilgrim. I don't know if you've, have you read that, Jack? I, I have not. Okay. In the, the gist of The Way of the Pilgrim is uh, a gentleman reads in scripture that we should pray um, without ceasing. And he seeks to find out how to pray without ceasing. And he's given the prayer, Jesus Christ, Son of God, Lord, have mercy on us sinners. That's one one version of it. And the Pope, um, in his Wednesday audience, said, um, we all have something to learn from the perseverance of the Russian pilgrim who was desiring to know how to pray constantly. Um, Mentioned in a famous work on spirituality, who learned the art of prayer by repeating the same invocation over and over again. Jesus Christ, Son of God, Lord, have mercy on us sinners. Um, he said, then he went on to say, if graces arrive in our life, if prayer becomes so warm one day that the presence of the kingdom were perceived here among us, if that vision could be transformed and transformed until it became like that of a child, it would be because we have insisted on reciting a simple Christian exclamation. In the end, it becomes part of our breathing. And um, and I think that that's, that you know life is a pilgrimage, and I think it's a beautiful way to kind of lead into our um, next guest and the information he's going to share about pilgrimage. Right. Well, it um, that sounded like a kind of a, an extended version of the Jesus Prayer. It is the Jesus Prayer, actually. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess I had the abbreviated version then. Well, you just had a different version, and then I have like an extended version. Um, Jesus Christ, Son of the Living God, have mercy on me, a sinner, and fill me with your Holy Spirit. Yeah. And I love that. And fill me with your Holy Spirit. A friend 
um, shared that with me a few yeah. years ago. I think it's interesting, though, when you think of a pilgrimage, you usually think of a long, arduous journey of some sort, you know, like some people doing the uh, the Camino, you know, across uh, northern Spain. Uh, but it really doesn't have to be that. You know, it can be like, you know, some people, like we have done on uh, is it Holy Thursday, doing we, we do a little pilgrimage to the five parishes in Fargo, uh, just to say a decade of the rosary. That we do that after Holy Thursday Mass in the evening, right? Because um, Jesus is present in the tabernacles, you know, in, in sort of a garden setting, um, and he calls us to pray. He called the apostles to pray one out, you know, with him. And so, yeah, so we do this little pilgrimage. We don't walk though. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> we drive. Yeah, and we also. Um, well, you know, you've got experiences with pilgrimage here in town, too, when you were teaching uh, middle school. Right. We would have the eighth graders, uh, I can't remember what year, oh, it was the same year as a big hurricane in um, Louisiana, and we wanted to raise awareness of a school that was in need. And so the students planned a pilgrimage to walk from, at that time, Excuse me. At that time, uh, we walked from Sullivan Shanley to the cathedral, and then we bussed back. And then eventually, it changed where uh, we walked from Holy Spirit. We started with Mass, walked from Holy Spirit, stopped at each of the parishes along the way, prayed an entire rosary at each parish. Okay, yeah. and um, and then eventually, some boys wanted to make a cross to carry. So we've got our guests. Yes, but, but I want to explain something. For those who are not familiar with the, the landscape of Fargo, I think your pilgrimage was probably about a total of about 10 miles, was it not, from the, the New Sullivan School to uh, Holy Spirit? Yep, it was. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, we have with us to talk a little bit more authoritatively on, on pilgrimage. We have Kenny Tushin from uh, South Dakota. And uh, Kenny, I'm gonna, we'll, we're going to let you introduce yourself. How's that? Okay. Well, uh, I'm Kenneth Tushin, and I'm presiding on the southeast edge of Farmer, South Dakota, which is about 18 miles east of Mitchell. Um, and I've been here all my life. Uh, I went to school in the St. Peter's parochial school that was uh, next to the grotto for the, my first seven years in grade school and then they closed that um, church or the back in 1959 uh, well that's when I graduated I'm sorry anyway then I continued school in the Farmer Consolidated, which was in town because they closed the parochial school. And, well, I got married in 1965 and moved to the farm, which I'm still at, and that is on the southeast edge of the town. And we have four children that all live in this area. I got two boys that live within four miles from me, and we, we farm. Uh, 
And I have two daughters that are northwest of Mitchell. And I guess that's where I've been. Okay. Well, it sounds like you're not too far from Mitchell. So if uh, someone wants to do a pilgrimage to... uh to the uh, St. Peter's Rock Grotto, they can also take in the the, the world famous coal, Corn Palace, right? That's right. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Well, well, you, you, uh, we we have uh, you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. And talking about that, uh, well, wait, but this uh, priest that built the grotto, uh, he's uh, got a permanent mural. I guess on the inside of the corn palace, and I've never seen it, but I'm going to look now. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, we're the, the grotto that we're talking about uh, specifically is the St. Peter's Rock Grotto. So uh, that's why we have you on to tell us about that. So uh, let's uh, let's get right into it. Why don't you tell us about this rock grotto, where it is, and uh, you know what it's all about? I, I looked down at online. It looked like a real nice, small Byzantine chapel of sorts. <laughs> yes, uh, it is. It's uh, approximately 14 feet by 14. Uh, and inside there's a, oh, a couple statues, and three statues, because when we went to school there, we used to pray the rosary. And all this uh, <laughs> that went with it, um, and it's on the north edge of Farmer. Uh, the school's no longer there. Uh, it's north of the church. Um, oh, let's see. So what, what else? How? You want? how, how Go ahead. What? Um, when was it built? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He started it in 1926, and it took him till 1933 to get it done by statistics. Uh, or, well, there's a historical monument we have put up there now in 2001 and refurbished the grotto, and uh, it's really in good shape. It's perfect, you might as well say. And... Anyway, um, it took him that long because uh, he got the rock. It's a kind of a white rock. They call it uh, Zandantine rock style. And uh, he got that out in the Black Hills and the Battlelands. And they hauled it in, I suppose, a little two-wheel trailer. (laughs) And... It's also got some, did have some petrified wood from North Dakota, and the marble in this come from Tennessee. Um, uh, okay, now what else do you want to know about well, it? Well, uh, I, the, uh, the, the, the preliminary information we have indicates that, it, that Father Shear was the, uh, the, the main the architect and also the contractor who built it. Am I correct on that? Correct. Okay. Correct. Okay, well, we're, we're coming up on a break right now, so why don't we go to the break, and then we'll come back, and we'll have some more questions for you uh, about the St. Peter's Rock Grotto near Farmer, South Dakota. So for oh. those of you who are uh, listening, uh, you're listening to Real Presence Live. We're talking to 
Kenny Tushin from uh, Farmer, South Dakota, about the St. Peter's Rock Grotto, and we'll have more about it on the, uh, on the backside of this break. So stay with us. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancements for Real Presence Radio with today's Plan Giving Minute. Philanthropy is an expression of your generosity with the understanding that your gift to the church will make a difference. There are many ways in which you can make a gift to further God's work. Most of us are familiar with cash gifts we give regularly to Real Presence Radio. However, another way of contributing is through plan giving, which may allow you to give more than you've ever dreamed possible. The goal of plan giving is to help you plan your estate and charitable giving in a way that benefits you, your family, and our mission. There are several ways you can make these plan gifts and enjoy tax and income benefits. For more information, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street in the new Diocesan Building or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Okay, welcome back to Real Presence Live with uh, Jack and Doreen Canelli as your hosts. We're talking with uh, Kenny Tushin from Farmer, South Dakota, about the St. Peter's Rock Grotto there, which is, uh, uh, well, I'm looking online here, and it's identified as a... Uh, uh, on the uh, roadsideamerica.com as uh, as a, a grotto that was built by Father Shear uh, between 1926 and 1933 using rocks from the Black Hills and also, as Ken explained earlier, uh, from actually all over the place, including some petrified wood from, I think it was South Dakota? North Dakota. North Dakota, which okay. Is, which is our state rock. It is. Yeah, petrified wood. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's important to know. Mm-hmm. You know, our state bird is... And then they also uh, got some seashells. Uh, they come from Hawaii. Uh, and then they got a single stone from the catacombs of Alexis in Rome. Uh, okay. Now, can I... Uh, 
Are you like the caretaker of the grotto, or is this something that the community kind of takes uh, has taken over? It, it, it indicates that it was uh, uh, rehabilitated uh, or in 2001. Correct. Yes. <clears throat> we, they re- restored it and um, mortared it up. Or it, it's, yeah, fixed it all up in 2001 and then put it in a historical uh, society places and register historical uh, in November 26th of 2001. And we had a ceremony and everything honoring back in that day. But anyway, yeah, well, oh, you got to let me think. See, it used to be right in all the parishes' ground, and we mowed it and kept it all up. But then the church closed, and, um, oh, it was closed quite a few years. Prior to that, in in 1963, we built a new church. And then kept this, the grounds all up. Well, the church uh, finally here in the last six years is no more. And uh, really, the people that bought the church kind of mow around it, and well, we do too, or check it. But no, there's no nobody really takes maintenance on it. Okay, so. Um uh, uh, how far uh, uh, off of uh, is there a major interstate that uh, that goes nearby? I'm trying to uh, see if you can direct our listeners to uh, how they would get there if they were wanted to take a little bit of a side trip. It, uh, I'm looking online, and it's a very beautiful building. Yeah, it's small but uh, very nice. It is. It's it's unreal. <laughs> well, how well, would I, how would we, I get there from Fargo? Okay, you you come down on 29, and you turn on 90, and you come west, uh, probably 50 miles. But anyway, it will be exit 350 off of I-90, and then you come north, um, it's four miles. You'll have to come on 25 and uh, two or two miles. Anyway, you'll come to Highway 38. And then you take one mile west on Highway 38, and then you turn north, and you come uh, two miles into Farmer. Um, that's how you get here. Okay, get so here. somebody who's traveling uh, west across South Dakota, it's probably less than a 10-mile jaunt uh, off the off I-90. Yeah, it's only four, four and a half miles is all it is off of I-90. Okay. And is it is it open year round? Yes, yes. Okay, so uh, you can go there at any time. And uh, yep. you, you mentioned that you, you know you do see some traffic going in there. Yes, yes, we do. Yes, yep. And, and you know, yeah, it's way of hindsight. But then we used to have uh, pray the rosary or have church, and uh, people you'd all grab gather out there. But that's all past. 
<laughs> yeah, I suppose if they're without an active parish there anymore, that uh, uh, you know a lot of activity has kind of uh, dwindled. But That's I think I think it's, it's it's nice though that it's on. I guess it's on the historic register, and so uh, it, people will have a way of knowing about it and uh, you know and and seeing it. And, uh, and like I say, it's a it's a looking at the structure. Uh, it's it's a very interesting from the outside as well as from the inside. You see the various kinds of rocks just from the few photographs that I'm looking at. Uh, and definitely uh-huh. has a real Byzantine look look to it. <laughs> and I, I'd be curious to know how it is that uh, Father Shear decided to do it in that uh, in that particular architectural style in the in you know in the middle of South Dakota, which is not necessarily, I think, a Byzantine hotbed. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's pretty quiet up here now. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I know. No. So um, no. During the break, I had um, asked, do you know what um, what group of settlers, you know, what ethnicity the group of settlers were that settled that area of South Dakota? Like in the Red River Valley, we have many Norwegians. Um, out west, we have um, Germans from Russia. Do you know anything about that from um, the area around Mitchell? Okay. Uh, we do have this. Uh, my wife got it, or we had it. It was German Catholics, you know, back up. Uh, in the 1920s, the German Catholics who immigrated to Hanson County, beginning in the late 19th century from the rural Ethley region of then Persia. Okay. And the structure, well, then it was listed in the National historic places and so they were German Catholics I guess uh, but what information we ever know mm-hmm. yeah I was wondering if that would answer the question of you know Jack's question about why the Byzantine style architecture but it doesn't so it's still a mystery <laughs> I, <laughs> I think okay. maybe Father Scherer just liked it yes but it does look beautiful <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, 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 he did like it I um I can't help but think that uh, where you are isn't too far from uh, the Norwegians who settled that the were subject of the book Giants in the Earth. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. So is, uh, yeah. How, how, big, how big is the town of Far- Farmer right now? Well, there's only about uh, 20 people live in the town, roughly. Uh, what do we got? One, about uh, three families or, yeah. That that's all that live in in the town, mm-hmm. and uh, it used to be uh, back when I come here in '65 or was old enough. Then there was like 120 um, people in the town, and uh, we had uh, two grocery stores, and we had two banks. Uh, Oh, you gotta let me think a minute. Anyway, yeah, we had a going town. Uh, well, it, it sounds back. It sounds like the town my dad grew up in in central North Dakota, Crystal Springs, which really doesn't exist anymore. But that just seems to be kind of the uh, the history of r- rural America now, where you have these thriving towns and uh, 
And uh, fortunately, though, we do have some of these roadside attractions are still maintained in in, uh, in some of these locations that, uh, uh, you know, otherwise people uh, wouldn't be able to see. And this one looks like it's, you know, in, in real good shape. Do they ever have any special events? Do, do you bring a priest in, like, maybe once a year to celebrate a Mass or... Uh, Feast of St. Peter. Feast of St. Peter. No, not in my time. Maybe, you know, before me. Uh, but I can't remember of uh, yeah, a lot of priests coming. Uh, sure. But they could have, you know. I understand this. Uh, because all our small towns had a lot of activity and mm-hmm. everybody... Uh, Loved everybody in the area, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yep. Well, is, it, it's such a beautiful reminder just to, I would imagine, just to see that, that little building, um, and it would, it would turn a person's thoughts to, to God and the saints, and um, even if a person wouldn't stop there, it seems like it would still have a, a purpose in that it, it's, like you said, a reminder. Right, right. Sure, and it, you know... Go ahead. You understand. You understand that as, as the smaller towns dwindle, and uh, well, even in Farmer, when I went to school, we had the parochial school, and there were seventy-five kids in that school from one to eighth grade, and then we had the uh, consolidated school, uh, and there was always a uh, hundred some kids in there and when i graduated there was 10 there's usually 10 or 12 in every class or 15 but now that's all done and then nobody's left around here because they're all moved on and a lot of them are deceased and um, and the community's dead yeah what do you and you still have though you've still got the grotto there as kind of a reminder of a once thriving catholic community that's right. And, you know, That's and, right. And, and, and now, you know, unfortunately, it's kind of uh, just a roadside attraction, but it's it's a very beautiful one. And I think it, it would be, for those who visit, I think it would be a very uh, prayerful place. And uh, all you have to do is, for our listeners, if you want to take a look, you just uh, can Google uh, St. Peter's Rock Grotto, and you'll get any number of hits. But we're coming up on a hard break here. But, uh, Kenny, thank you for being with us today. This has been fun talking about the grotto. And we certainly, uh, you know, wish you all the best there and keep the place up. Okay.